0: Hey there. So there's a change in the audio at around the 23 minute mark. It shouldn't make too big of a difference, but it is worth noting. Enjoy the rest of the show. And he sees this guy that is just like vomiting out of his ass. What cha cha cha! What cha That's that's oh my God, that's <laughs> like today, <laughs> I don't know. I, I know that you have like a little aversion to like warfare and that kind of shit, which fair, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten a
1: little different.
0: Since. <laughs> so you've done, a, you've had a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Can We Talk About, a weekly podcast where we dive into discussions on variant topics and find ourselves in different waters and when we start. I'm Johnny Five, my co-host is Cat Eager, and this week we talk about the three kingdoms, castrated men, and I attempt to explain Buddhism. You can email us at cwtabout@gmail.com. at gmail.com, and we hope you enjoy. My sources are Encyclopedia Britannica, worldhistory.org, and the Audible course, from Yao to Mao, 5,000 years of China Chinese history. Chinese. Chinese? Yeah, there we go. Good enough. <laughs> okay, so, what do you remember?
1: I don't know, listen. I just want you to know that I really loved how that went, because as you were doing the From Yao to Mao thing, I was thinking, this is going to be great, because the whole series for China, you're going to say it that way, and then you flubbed it, and it was just like... <laughs> 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 okay, last time... <gasps> What I remember from last time (laughs) is not a lot. Okay, so, nope. Uh, You know what? All I remember is Confucianism is more like, find the order, go back to the order. And the Taoism was like, but why? Just chill, bro.
0: You know what's funny? Write things as they fly. You know what's funny? Is that I had prepared for you to only bring up the Taoism and the Confucianism. (laughs) So... (laughs) So the Zhou Dynasty Oh, and they burned all the books. Yeah, good job. Okay, good job. So the Zhou Dynasty fell into the Warring States period, which ignited a need for philosophers and thinkers. Yeah. So the Qin Dynasty took over with legalism as their answer to a perfect society. But like you mentioned, we covered the more prevalent Confucianism and Taoism, which, like you said, yeah, it's basically Confucianism was the, we need to go back to our roots... And they came up with, like, also the golden rule and all that kind of stuff. And that was more, was more like, let's not do anything. Let's just chill, bruh. So, that that's those two. So, we ended with the, the chin book burning and burying thinkers and teachers alive. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking Block mad. that out. All right. So, as it turns out, the chin were really good at gaining power, but they weren't so good at retaining it. No, you know, yeah, you just burn a bunch of people, and you'd think like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty solid. So they only last for fourteen years, and you know, it's it's really not that surprising to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at least they brought uniformity for dynasties to follow because of all of the coins and all that kind of shit. Uh, yeah, that's true, huh?
1: Yeah, Let's yes. just the square in it,
0: so they basically yeah, they just make it so that way. Okay, well, we're not gonna last that long, but at least like. You know, somebody else coming in will be able to actually rule an entire thing rather than just be fucked. So around 207 or 206 BCE, the second emperor is dethroned due to an uprising of just about everyone. Like everybody's fucking pissed. Yeah. So with the chin out of the out of the palace, there is a small voided period where two main forces that rise power. The first being a military general of the Chu state named Shang Yu, and then there's a second guy that's named Liu Bong from the Han State. And I really love his story. In my opinion, he sounds a lot like if Ernest became emperor, all right? Oh my god. Yeah, it's fucking great. He was a jailer for the Qin, and his job entailed escorting prisoners from one prison to another, normally to like a bigger one that's like more inland. On one occasion, while he's camping out, his prisoners escape. And he realizes that if the Chin find out that he failed his duties, he'll be executed.
1: Oh my gosh, what's he do? Okay,
0: so, <laughs> this is just, I fucking love this. He decides to offer freedom to all of the prisoners if they end up fighting for him to rebel against the Chin. Fuck yeah! Yeah. And I just assumed, that was just like, the when I first heard it, I just assumed it was more of like a oh, shit, guys, I, uh, come on, man, just, come on, like, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Just coming from that, that aspect. So, yeah, he basically, he ends up causing, like, his little forces and doing that, like, legit, just whenever he sees a group of people, he's just, like, offers them some food and then asks them, hey, do you guys want to fight for us? And they'll be like, alright, that's fine.
1: (laughs) So, So, yeah,
0: the prisoners are like, yeah, that's fucking dope, dude, let's do it. So he ends up you know like i said him and shang yu and a bunch of other people end up taking out the chin and then for like the next couple years it is just Liu bong versus shang yu and it comes to a head i want to say around 204 bce and that's basically when Liu bong is getting his ass kicked and he's like ah shit i got to i got to go and so he leaves and he takes all of his forces And it's a strategic retreat. Alright, that's what they want to call it. So, he basically, he ends up going to this granary, getting a bunch of food, and again, asking them if they want to fight, and they're like, yeah, that's fucking dope, dude, let's go. And so, he basically, he just gets all of his forces and everybody, and then runs back. And keeps fighting. In 202, Leobong actually wins. I really like the story, as far as, like, how it actually fell. So... Leo Bong ends up, or uh, not, not Leo Bong. Shang Yu ends up waking up to the sound of his own people, the Chu, singing around him, and that is why I feel like it's earnest because he convinced the Chu, his own people, to fight against that dude.
1: Hell yeah! So
0: he wakes up and he's like, ah oh, "I'm fucked," and so he ends up his last, his last hour is basically fucking his concubine. Or concubine I think concubine. that's it yeah. and uh and then he kills her and then he rides off on a horse into battle and dies that way <laughs> so so you All know right. yeah so one way to one way to go out Leo Bong's choice yeah Leo Bong ends up taking over and it's this is now I want to say 202 or 204 somewhere right there BCE and this is now the Han dynasty because he's from the Han state it's marked with, like, two different periods. We're just going to start with the first one, obviously. And it's just called the Early Han. It's, like, a great dynasty. They get, like, a... Like, all the other ones, they get, like, a huge population growth. They expand. And it basically is huge. It's, like, the same size as, like, a, it Maybe a little bit bigger than, like, Roman Empire kind of status.
1: Dang, all right.
0: Yeah, so... He ends up moving the, the capital to back to Chong'ong, which today is Xi'an. They be they, This will happen a lot. I'm just letting you know where it's at at the time being. We've watched Capitals move before. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't really agree with how the hell he decides to govern this place, though. He does the, almost the exact same thing as the Joe. He, he has like a west and east divide. So, the west, where I believe that's where he is. Yeah, because it moves to the other side. So, to the West, it is all governed by one, you know, you listen to the, you listen to him and it gets spread out and everybody's like, all right, that's cool. But he gives the East side, he gives them, you know, war generals and all that kind of shit, the same kind of power, which is, it, it's the same shit as the Joe where yeah. it's like, yeah. So I, I didn't think that it was that great of an idea, um, but I mean, it worked until he died. Uh, <laughs> like, just like the uh, last time, so... That's usually how it works. Yeah. Works till your dad. So, his brother ends up having to deal with a rebellion in the, uh, the 190s. Oh, wait, no, he dies in the 190s and the rebellion's in the 150s due to an empress who's like, hey, I wanna fucking, you know, I wanna get in there. And so the in-laws end up kind of making some shit happen with the, the war generals and all that, and so they end up fighting... At him, but I honestly, I really fucking love this family because I really think that it's, uh, it's not just him; it's a genetic thing. They're just all ch- charismatic because oh that th- his son is able to convince them. I don't know what he says, but he basically makes them fight each other. He's Hell like, "I'm yeah. not, the, I'm not the dude that you need to be looking at. And go, go look. How's about you guys figure it out yourselves? That kind of thing. Natural twenties on those charismas, man. <laughs> right." that's what's up once that's resolved he basically he ends up fixing it he's like all right there's no east and west di- divide we're all just gonna make this happen and it's gonna be fine and it, it ends up being fine for a really long time i want to say it's once we get close because right now we're still in bce so i want to say it's 20 bce so that's 180 years now or something i don't know i'm not keeping track i think it's 130 of just like Woo, here we go so
1: dang man in that's a long time
0: yeah, and in 20 BCE, we get uh, a guy named Wu Di, and he's pretty fucking cool. He ends up doing, like... And this is st- Mind you, this is still BCE. He does, like, some, like, progressive shit, which I thought was really cool. One thing he does, real quick, because there's, like, a few. Uh, he does a Han Synthesis. synthesis? Uh, <laughs> you guys can't see it, but the way that I had to say that with my face. He basically <laughs> combines... He combines Confucianism, Legalism, and Taoism. Okay. Uh, which is kind of cool. How the
1: cool. fuck are you putting all three of those together?
0: Legalism, not the philosophy of it, if that makes sense. Just the
1: practice.
0: He basically makes it so that way. I want to say it. It basically makes it so that way. Uh, there's pieces of each element. So the main goal, the main focus, is Confucianism, where you know we have to the family does. If you focus on the family and you uh you do your job and all that kind of stuff, then you'll be perfectly fine, uh, and kind of make relations better. And then he brings in pieces of like the Taoism, which are I something about like basically just follow your like follow your own role. Don't don't try to like break the status quo, and you'll be fine so i think that kind of follows with the doubt just because it's like you know inaction kind of thing so as long as you do your duties and i think the as far as legalism goes they made it so that way everybody knew like what the laws were i don't quite know if they still have it as harsh and i'm i would assume they they might have just because i mean this one still gets overthrown like all the ones that are to come so and most of the time it is like they, at least in my opinion, it was they start off good and then they fall fall off, but I don't really have any frame of reference. I wish that I could talk to the people. Yeah. <laughs> but there's not, not much that I, I know of. So that is how he combines all three of them together and really just the two. So another thing that he does is he expands it even more. He expands China to its biggest size so far, and he's pushing fronts on, like, vietnam and korea damn yeah which is pretty nuts uh i don't have a map in front of me yeah but (laughs) this is where i kind of like what he does he does government monopolies and so he basically makes it so that way he controls the prices for salt and alcohol and iron and those kind of things and he controls it by controlling the production and the distribution how much is made and how much is distributed Basically, make okay. it a, basically makes it so that way everybody can afford it it's at a little some kind bit of price.
1: So I'm confused. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it, to be
0: seeing it. It is kind of in the sense that, like, I mean, I when I, when I heard it, I thought it I, I thought it was all right, but there was pieces of like, yeah. They, well, I mean, they can control how much the price is. So
1: I'm not as against communism as some people would automatically be. Right. So. It's just interesting to see that thought process already being played out. Yeah. But, yeah, just in the way that the government is controlling those things.
0: Yeah. He's also, I completely forgot about this, but he's also the first to enact hiring people based on tests for better skills and merit. So he actually gets, like, a system in place for...
1: This is what you should do based on your natural skills or learned abilities. Yep.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, and that ends up. I mean, like I said, this is gonna like falter eventually, he'll die. And people, the next person that comes in line is like, That was really stupid. So they get rid of the monopolies and the merit, I believe, but that'll come back like full force.
1: Well, I mean, the merit's cool in concept, but then you know, you end up going into like divergent and shit like that, where it's like, You do this one test. And then your whole life, you're stuck in this one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, there's... In theory, it's great. Add humans to the practice. and it's a problem. Yeah.
0: For sure. Well, and on top of that, it doesn't really have its strong foot in there. Yeah. There's still the... If you know someone that's in there, you can still easily get a job even if you don't pass. So... But, I, like I said, later on, they do make it, like, super hard to To even pass the thing, so yeah, he ends up dying. The salt and the iron, like as far as the monopolies go, there become debates. And long story short, they end up just deciding now we're not going to do this right now, and you just know, throw it out the window. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, emperors after Woody Di managed a sustainable dynasty. They basically they don't do like anything ridiculous, but they don't really like fuck it up in any way and that happens oh i almost forgot yeah they they gave a little bit more power to the advisors the sure, and all that that allowed them to become corrupt
1: no i was waiting for that Uh, yeah (laughs) the minute you said give more power i'm like
0: yeah basically they already had quite a bit yeah and it it becomes basically the emperor is just a a figure like, he, he, if he wants something done, you know, it has to go through the Shur, and the Shur basically decide whether or not they're actually going to give it to him. And on top of that, there's, like, you know, war generals that are starting to become a problem. There's eunuchs that become a bit of a problem as well. Okay, wait. What the fuck is a eunuch, though? All right. So, a eunuch is a castrated male. That, right. That basically lives in the palace. And so, during this time... We get a lot of we get a lot of young kids that are emperors. And so essentially the young kids, the only people that they see are the eunuchs and the women, like in the palace.
1: Anyway, hang on. I really do have more questions about eunuchs here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it their penis or their balls or both? That's a good question. I didn't look it up. Okay. I'm gonna assume that it's their balls.
1: Okay. Is that when like a seer is castrated, is just their ball?
0: I think, yeah.
1: Okay. So it was like a religious thing, or was it just like they were advisors? Like
0: Yeah, they're essentially you need like a mentor. And so they would be your they'd teach you like, you know, math and all, like all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh and then they would be they'd basically be your companion. It's like, oh, that's what I was gonna relate it to. It's like in Skyrim, when you just randomly become Thor, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then, or Thane. And then you just get this thing.
1: God, for three seconds, all the <laughs> Skyrim people were screaming at you. Yeah, <laughs> no, Until you fixed it.
0: So, yeah, basically, it's just a person that is mandatory, to, does what you need it to do. All right. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why they had to be castrated. And I think it's just because... No distractions? I don't know. I think it's because it's a guy, and they didn't want him to, like, take over or something. I don't know. So, that kind of makes sense to me. I think I'm I'm just going to go with that. All right. So, oh, and actually, I take that back. That's actually... Eunuchs don't fall in yet. There's a little bit... There's a halfway mark. And in the halfway mark, it's basically this Emperor dies without a successor. Mm -hmm. And so, for, like, a 10 or 16 year period, maybe 20... There's just a war general that takes over for a little bit, but then he dies and then uh, Leo Bong comes, like a someone from the Han family comes back and then it's back in that family for like another 200 years. A bad bitch! Right. <laughs> so the capital at this point now gets moved to Loyong, which I believe is east. So there you go. And at this point, this is like a major shift. Private property becomes a thing kind of. At this point the way that land works is the farmers are farmers they just they work the land and it's not really that it's their land it's more they give it to the sure or the Emperor but the sure are the ones that actually are owning the land Uh, and so they basically make it so that way as more and more people are like trying to argue over like hey I own this part of the river and all that kind of shit they basically have like documents or something that act as like a deed for the the land i don't really i that's why i say kind of is because i don't honestly know how strong of a hold that was right and and what's kind of shitty about the sure right now or and they're basically advocates the, whoever the advocates are or the advisors are and i don't i still want to call them the sure because I, I feel like that's the same line of people i'm just throwing that out there i'd I'm not 100%, but essentially these people, they don't even have to be, like, a part of the government right now, Mm -hmm. and they can still – it's, like, almost having, like, a Clinton or a Bush or a Cheney. It's, like, you don't even have to be the person, and we just know those names, and so they just become rich just because they have – that kind of power. and they don't have to be a part of it. It's that just,
1: recognition.
0: Yeah, it's kinda of like I guess like a Carnegie or whatever. It's basically now we're starting to get these kinds of names that are like super rich and able to do whatever the hell they want. It's not really Yeah,
1: cool. like uh nope, it's gone.
0: Aristocracies is uh essentially what starts happening.
1: The Vanderbilts. Like the Vanderbilts, is that what you're talking about? Like I people that so. are just
0: so rich that people know who the fuck they are? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, PS Anderson Cooper. It's a Vanderbilt, just so everybody knows. God damn, that's I'm actually stunned by that information. That's some pretty hot goss, actually. Right? I was like, "What?" Give I'm, me the tea.
0: Yeah. Damn. All right. So, they become elite. The culture shifts from warfare glorification and strategy to poems and prose, which is kind of cool. Culture basically becomes like a, a just a thick mouth. Of, like, if you can hold a really good conversation, like, a sophisticated conversation, that is fucking awesome. And so, people are like, fuck yeah, dude. This is when we get, like, a lot of plays and that kind of shit. Factions end up start. yeah, okay, this is when factions start to develop. So, this is around 280, which is pretty cool because now we're in 80. some fucking shit. Yeah. Uh,
1: Measurable time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the courts start to sway from the Empire. Like I said. Like I said before, this is legit. The Empire is just a figure. The eunuchs become forced to be reckoned with. Yeah. And Shurs also are starting to... uh, Well, actually, I guess it's not so much. Shurs are just, like, always there. That you can't get rid of them. (laughs) So they're they're just always there. But we get strong men that are like, fuck this guy. And we also get in-laws that are like, we want to take this for ourselves. So, long story short, around 220 is when we get the fall of the Han. And it kind of divulges into three different areas. Or three different... Yeah, three regions. regions. And this becomes the the Three Kingdoms period. And I fucking love this time. Alright? There is... A north, a southwest, and a southeast. We have the Talpe, the kingdom of Wei. Uh, they're basically like military strongmen, uh, and like sons of a eunuch, which is kind of cool. And by son, I just yeah, yeah, he's castrated. <laughs> oh, okay. So
1: if the realization hit, and I just leaned at him like, "What?"
0: So essentially, his dad, I believe. Is like the adopted son of a eunuch. And then... Yeah, so... I, I just realized like h- how I explained okay. that... Was really fucking ridiculous. At some point... He's got ties. We'll just say that. He's got ties to a eunuch. I'm pretty sure it's not a legit... Like he had it before he got castrated... Or something like that. All right, is that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... That's the top eight to the north. To the southwest is still actually ran by the Leo family. It's uh Leo Bay. And this region is called the Shan Shan Yu. To the southeast we have the Sun Wu, which is just the state of Wu. The state of Wu.
1: I don't know why, but it feels
0: like how you doing? Oh I'm in a state of Wu <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know, that's just where it's taking
0: me. And this this is a shift in culture again, and this shift Goes to heroism and romance. All right. Awesome. Yeah. We start basically, I don't know. I, I know that you have like a little aversion to like warfare and that kind of shit. Which fair, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's gotten a little different since.
0: <laughs> so you've done. You've had a little bit of time. Russ has aged me. So essentially the act of winning, outwitting your opponent and strategizing rather than just beating the shit out right. of your opponent. That becomes glorified,
1: so intelligent heroism. Yeah. So this is where all the books start with the fridging and steamy scenes. I assume. Yeah. Mm, yes.
0: <laughs> so heroes are the military men, based on yeah cleverness and wit rather than beating them down. There's a guy by the name of Jugo Lejong, or Jugo Leong. Uh, he's a general and he's a great strategist and there's a couple stories there's one in particular that I know is of him now and I think I may have explained it during the Russia period because I was just like yeah I'll throw a story at you but it, it's did I ever explain the uh do you remember I should say the chi- or the like the chessboard where the guy sees him playing some chess over the hill and sees that like he's completely vulnerable and then he's like no fuck that that guy's way too good nope no okay So basically, (laughs) that kind of sums it up, but there's a Jugo Layal. He ends up having an advisor or someone who is kind of like sneaking around and all that kind of shit. Whatever that's considered. Comes to him and is like, hey, there's a dude that's like, like the other army, they're coming at us. They know that we're here. They're going to be here like today. And he's like, in like today. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, He gets his number two and he's like, bro, do you want to play some chess? And his number two is like, oh, okay. And so they get the chessboard set up and he's like, sir, don't you think we should like do something? Like maybe run away? And he's like, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't got to do nothing. What we're going to do is we're going to open up all of the walls. We're just going to have everybody go to market like normal. And we're just going to send one platoon to kind of like. March around in a circle. And he was like, "They, I mean, they followed the orders, but they thought he was fucking nuts. And so, the other, the the scout, that's what I was trying to come up with. The scout. Ah, there we go. The scout for the enemy army runs up to him. And so, like, this enemy army's coming over the hill and he's like, looking at it, like the general is like, he can see him at the top, Jugo Leong, playing some chess. He can see that they're just like super vulnerable. There's nobody down there. Because he doesn't have any extra military. He's just got that. And so the scout is like, alright, let's go. Fuck yeah. And the dude takes his arm, puts it on his shoulder. He's like, no. No, fuck this. No, let's let's go. It's too easy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's way too good to just allow himself to have that. That's a trap. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> trap is a trap. They end up turning around. Hell yeah. I really like that story when I first heard it. So another one that's a part of this time, and it's not Jugo Leon. Uh, it's just a good story. It's almost like I would convert it to, uh, if if we're talking about like America, it'd be like a George Washington during like a Christmas thing when they get on the boats. So essentially this army and this other army are fighting across a river. They're, and there's like a, a river that divides them north to south. And we're talking about the north ones. The north don't have any arrows. And at this time, that's pretty ridiculous. Like, that's a a problem. Arrows are, like, your main thing. And so they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? We need a a refill. And so they get a bunch of boats. And they're like, all right. During this particular time, there's, like, some fog that rolls up on this this, uh, river. So they get a bunch of boats. They get dummies. They put their own soldiers or uh, uniforms on them. And they send them out. The other side sees it. He's like, they're fucking, they're coming. Whatcha, cha, cha. Whatcha, cha. That's, that's oh my arrows. my god, then they pull.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, did I tell you this one? No, it's just oh, okay. smart. Yeah. Yeah, so they basically, yeah, they they shoot all their arrows. And then they pull them with some string, or rope that they got. And now they got a bunch of arrows. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It, that's Those are the kind of stories that you get. And something, and I didn't. I haven't checked this out. If we go to Reddit, then that's where I'll ask us. But in the, uh, in the audible course, he mentions that if you watch it today, like if you turn on TV in China today, you'll see reenactments or some kind of dramatization of this, like huh. all the fucking time of this time period, like everywhere. So I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds pretty fucking dope.
1: As humans, we like to glorify the past. So, I mean, it's believable to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. From 265 to 304 BC, one state of China from north, but doesn't last that long. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is the Jin Dynasty. And I don't really, I don't really count it just because nothing really amazing happens. And the reason why I'm going back in time is because we're going to talk a little bit about Buddhism today. Wow, you're going well, <laughs> to
1: fuck me up again today, huh?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. This one's not as bad. I really like Buddhism. And that's not to say that I don't like Confucianism or Daoism. I'm not putting down any of them.
1: All religions do matter, but today we're talking about this one, and, and we like it.
0: And this one in particular is a religion, but it can also be philosophy. Oh,
1: right. The other ones are philosophies, not religions.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. God I is. I'm starting to we we do have to do that episode yeah I'm, we're just throwing that out there now because as I was listening to Buddhism I was like so what the fuck <laughs>
1: <What's> the <laughs> guy bang? Never.
0: so we're just gonna go back we're just gonna go back all right the story of Buddha there's talk of whether or not this guy actually existed yeah there's a bunch of different interpretations and all that kind of shit essentially there's at least agreement on. Like, well, actually not even the name, but I'm just going to throw out these ones there. I, I realized that, okay, one is Siddhartha and that's the one that's like, okay, this is like, you know, the person that I would probably go with.
1: But yeah, because Buddha wasn't his name until he became a light or something, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, but the one that I wanted to mention is the uh, Shakyas Moony, And Beautiful. it just, it, yeah, it just sounds great. Uh, and it's basically the light of the Shakia. The Shakia being the the state that he was from or district. One of the two. There's, like, two different stories. The one that is fresh in my head of the Buddha is basically this prince. uh, And all of this apparently originates in, like, India. So, which I thought was kind of cool. It gets carried to China and everywhere else. And there's two different schools of thought. This is, like, this is kind of information that I am just trying to get out of my head. Because I realized, like, oh, fuck. This is important. There is... One school that goes to the east, and I don't remember what they're called, but it's essentially a little bit more strict or, no, it's a little bit more freeing, my bad. The the more freeing one goes to the east and the more strict one kind of goes to the north and west. So regardless of all that shit, in India, there's a prince that grows up and he's like secluded from everybody, from like all the evils of the world. And so he basically, there's, like I said, there's a couple different stories. He's either in a garden or in one that I heard was when he was like in a wagon and he's like, I wanna go on a little adventure. And so they take him on a wagon ride and he sees this guy that is just like vomiting out of his ash. And <laughs> and <laughs> the turnaround. Yeah. Woo. And, and he's like, he just sees him. And he's like, what what is that? He's never seen anybody like that. And the the driver's like, oh yeah, he's just sick. That's a sick man. And he's like, oh, and then they keep going, and they see, they see, like, this, uh, what's it called? Like, a, not a
1: funeral, con,
0: is it a concession?
1: Concession? Yeah. Secession?
0: So, concession. He basically concession. sees a bunch of people with, well, like, he Procession. sees.
1: Procession. Procession. There it
0: is, yeah. Ah. We got it. Ah. It's the dude. smart. Regardless, he sees somebody in a sheet, <laughs> and it's <laughs> there. And uh, he asks what the hell that is. Because he's never seen anything like that. And he's like, yeah, that's a a dead guy. Dead guy. (laughs) It's a dead guy, Tom. And so he's like, oh my god. And this just hurts. It it hurts him because he's never felt any kind of suffering. Yeah. At all. And ignorance
1: is very bliss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so he ends up, from what I remember, kind of just going on his own adventure. Uh, (laughs) It's that bad. He's just like, I just need to take some time for myself. He ends up going to a bunch of different schools, uh, thinkers, and all that kind of stuff, and realizes they're all full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. Or, I don't want to say it like that. I that's, that's where my head goes to explain it the easiest way. He basically makes it, he's like, I don't agree with that. And so he goes to the woods and just kind of chills out by himself for like, I don't really know how long, but he gets, he gets it. He fucking gets the enlightenment. Wait, you said he went to a tree, right? A tree, no, a tree is just where, in my head, that's nature. He goes no, to some, some good spot.
1: What I was That's what I was asking, because specifically of the few things I do know about Buddha's story, it was that he was under a big tree. That's like one of the few things I can recall from from mm. World Religions
0: class. Well, cool. I'll take it.
1: But I lived <laughs> out for a second. Sorry.
0: Well, the only, yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, the only reason. Well, I'm
1: trying not to make it a Boofu reference since you said he's going on an adventure,
0: <laughs> and it's been like bubbling at the top of my funny
1: throat for 30 seconds now.
0: So, no, you gotta, so you gotta take out. those punches, man. You gotta, like, you gotta <laughs> take a sword and just get into that. Fuck. So, you
1: He didn't know what was in store, and then I needed to ask if he was going to a closet before he went to the door. <laughs> there we go. It's out, and I feel better. Thank you.
0: You're welcome because i heard it too
1: it was all encompassing yeah it's just all i could think about for a while there but i got you he went on the adventure he needed time to himself then he sat down under a tree and got the enlightenment and got there Yeah. yeah
0: and he ends up taking his teachings back to the the other thinkers and like in my head they're they're like monks and that kind of shit it's basically people that have decided and actually this is how I think the reason why it goes through my head is because this is how Buddhists today will link up. So, there's like the two different schools of thought of Buddhism. There's either keeping it by yourself and just essentially just attachment is the main thing in Buddhism. There's uh, three or four pillars that are super important and basically they're it's kind of cool. It's like the only religion or philosophy that I can think of that legit, it's like Suffering is a part of life. The only way to get away from suffering is to detach yourself of your attachments. And the third thing, which I think is pretty cool, it's like basically a duo, which is why it's sometimes three or four. But it's essentially, and there's a way for you to get out of it, to become enlightened. I think the fourth one is basically just the meditation part of it. And that's essentially just some way for you to be able to to get there, to like separate yourself from some shit. So, on the left is where you get the people that are like, no, we got to be by ourselves. That When it's traveling to the north and west, I should say. It's basically people that are like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. This is fine. The east is where you get a bunch of, it's a little bit more religion. It's more, you know, hey, we can we can meet up. Like, and that's fine. You can do your day-to-day shit. And still, as long as you're doing your rituals and your meditations and that kind of shit, then you're fine. And there's a little bit of a mix like I couldn't really tell the difference between the two because eventually everybody is just kind of like yeah this is fine. Who gives a fuck? We'll meet up. But in particular like when it gets to China it's like the reason I think of monks is because they decide you know you can, you can basically you get the monks. You get the people that are like we're just going to meet up here and like you know we can have a place to stay and be you know safe and all that kind of shit. But during the day we can just kind of do our own journey. If we need to just walk around or do nothing, like, you can do that. And it's kind of cool that even today, like, I remember watching some TV show. Like, my mom is, like, super religious. And so she ended up, uh, she'll she'll watch this one show that they've got. And it goes into different religions and all that kind of shit. But they brought up monks. And so modern-day monks, like, some of them are, it's, the attachment, it's much harder to just be completely detached and so this one guy, he basically takes a, a bus to or, or a bike to where he needs to go, and that's kind of where it lies. It's like basically, okay, you can't fully strip yourself away from everything, but what's the max? What's your what can you actually give up? And so he does like church or something like that. He gets he, some way he's able to get paid, and he uses just enough money for you know food and gas and all that kind of stuff, but never never excess, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, so basically Buddhism, is, what's what's fascinating about it in particular for China is that it's one of the few things that gets brought into it, China.
1: Right, brought into it rather than originating there.
0: Because one thing even today is that like you can know about China is that they don't need anybody else's shit. Yeah. They are perfect and outside ideas are generally just like, you know what? We'll, we'll accept them. You know, I mean, they're not dicks about it. They're just like, no, we just, that's just not what we yeah. do. Fine, so, you can
1: have that here, but uh, this is still the right up.
0: Right. Yeah. So, it essentially gets huge. It just, it, like, we start seeing monasteries and places of worship and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we also get all of the, the statues and all that kind of stuff. And that is during the, the thinking time of the Taoism and the Confucianism and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of like a a little outside. I think that's actually, I take that back. That's when it was popular in India. And I think it got brought over with the Silk Road, which is like, I want to say two hundred A.D. And I haven't really talked about that because that's not going to be super important until a little bit later. Mainly just because all you have to know about the Silk Road is that it opens up a lot of trade for like, Everywhere in between, to all the way from, like, Europe to China, which is pretty ridiculous. So... Whoa, shit. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. And maybe maybe Europe's too far, but I know that, like, Europe is able to access the Middle East. So it at least goes from the Middle East to China, and that's just kind of unheard of. But there will be a bigger thing later down the road that really broadens the uh, the world trade kind of thing. So it's not really too pertinent. But... What we'll leave with is... Wait, I have
1: a question before you change topic? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the the other, like, more strict version of the Buddhism, does it turn into, like, its own thing, or are they both still called Buddhism?
0: No, they're both still Buddhism. Okay. Like I said, they kind of morph... They get a little bit less, like, all right, you know what, like, we don't have to... I want to say it's, like, Tar... Tarvea is one of them. I want to say that's, like, the... the East one, though, and I don't remember what happens to the West one, though.
1: Well, I'm kind of compa- That's, yeah, that's why I was asking. Because if they're both still just considered Buddhism, like to this day, then it's kind of like the orthodoxy with the old ones and then regular orthodoxy kind of a thing where it's like there's a split distinctive if
0: you're within
1: that religion.
0: But yeah. They're both still orthodox. There will, yes, and there will, for sure, there will be, I want to, I don't remember what exact year, it might be 800, it might be 1600, I know later down the road there will be, it's either Neo-Confucianism, or Neo-Buddhism, but either way, they basically get like a little bit of a a sparkle, a little pizzazz,
1: Put some glitter (laughs) on that shit.
0: Yeah. So, to end with. There's basically. And do you have any other questions? I realize nope, that, that was it. I've been rambling on. I should probably do a little bit better job of being like, do you have anything? So, I'll just keep that in mind. The Three Kingdoms, it's kind of interesting, at least in my head, aside from everything else that I've already explained at this point. While they do fight each other, there's like some respect that they have. Uh, you know... Because ultimately, they're still all following, you know, they're still following kind of a legalism or what used to be there. They are fighting with each other, but it's not... They all have the same foundation. Yeah, it's just like, it's kind of like, I look at it as like gangs. They're just like, you know, there's, at least from what I, I, there's a story that I remember hearing where there's like, you know, they have their factions and all that kind of shit. But at the community park, it's, everybody is right. free. Right, yeah. So, that kind of thing. Uh, so, just that little bit of respect. So, all of them have that. And it's going to kind of morph into something, because we're going to see invaders. Like, at least these people are all from China. You can right. say that. There's going to be a Turkic force that comes into oh, the North of China. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's the same people that were from the Russia area. That, like, invaded that kind of shit.
1: The Turks were wily. I didn't touch on them a whole lot, but they were almost constantly a tumultuous thing on the borders down there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I I don't remember what the name of the next dynasty is, but I do know that it is not from these, like, China people. These three ones?
1: Yeah. The three kingdoms? Oh shit. Hell Yeah covered some fucking ground today. Yeah. It was a pretty good uh, pretty good span of time for, for a ruling dynasty.
0: Yeah, 400 years and, you know, getting it to to 80 is pretty fucking cool, yeah. with the exception of, you know, that 20-year break. And like I said, they're the same people that are, like, you know, doing the, uh, the fucking earnest. There we go. God damn. Okay. Do you question,
1: and this is not necessarily <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So just, I was thinking about BC and AD and how we measure that and where that measurement originated. Do you think they were measuring their years differently from one to the other? Or do you think they just had their own numbers and then when one became universal, we did the like transfer on that?
0: I've done a little bit in the past, uh, not recently, of like what the difference between BC, AD and BCE in ADE is. You know, I I would assume that they were doing their own thing, uh, especially since they had so much record keeping as is. Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like everybody would have their own start date. Right. You know, so like, I I feel like China would start at least with the no the first known thing. So okay. during that time, maybe, well, uh, with the book burning, it's kind of it's kind of different. It's hard I don't to know. keep track. Yeah. Would you keep that kind of history? Would you keep would history count as a thing for the chin? I don't know. But yeah, I would start at least with, like, the shah. Or the yeah. song Maybe not, I guess not the shah. The Shang maybe. But that's that's, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, it is kind of, I don't know.
1: So I was I like, they're super not Christian, so they had to have been measuring their shit differently. Yeah. It's
0: not like everybody was,
1: you know, measuring it BC before
0: Christ. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, like, I think it's like a, it's a little bit of a nod to the modern era. That's at least what I've heard. you cool episode, that shit. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. I'm tr- to give my two cents. I would say it has something to do with, uh, with what's his face Socrates. I was about to say aristocracy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, God,
1: you pulled that word out of your mouth like flawlessly when you said it too. Socrates, aristocracy. Oh <laughs> yes, I was. I did the edit for the Aristocats Aristocrats one mm. and boy, that was hard to say <laughs> then and now apparently because I did it again but anyways, yeah, you you did that well it's yeah. kind of a small thing, but you know, whatever alright um, plugs
0: fuck yeah, alright, so if you want to find me, you can fucking find me at in Twitch. Triple X Johnny Five X. and then you can also find me on Reddit if you're into that. Uh, I am the Johnny Bot. There we go. We got it. All right. Here's and where can they find you? Uh,
1: Cattier on everything.
0: I think I saw the last time. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Only have, yeah. You only. have to do it once. Like well, uh, yeah. Like once it's like this. Yeah. I just figure
1: out yeah, whatever. Oh yeah. Do the work. Listen to other ones.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>